0: If you're working with ACIDS in your clinic, whether in home care products or professional treatments or both, this podcast episode is absolutely for you glycolic acid, lactic acid, pyruvic acid, salicylic acid, even ascorbic acid as a form of vitamin C. These commonly formulated acids yield much influence in the professional beauty, dermal and aesthetics industry for their proven ability to stimulate new fresh cells to the skin surface alongside other anti-aging and skin correction benefits. We talk a lot about the concentration of actives in this industry. This product contains 10% ascorbic acid. This chemical peel has 20% lactic and 10% salicylic acids. We also talk about the pH of the product. We know that a finished product with a pH of, say, 2.5 is overall stronger and can penetrate more deeply into the skin than another finished product with a pH of 4.5. One is a lot more acidic than the other. But what we don't talk as much about is the pKa value of the individual acid or acids that are being formulated into this finished product and what playing around with the pH of the finished product does to the pKa values and the acid's respective characteristics and potential efficacy within the skin. We also just don't talk much about the power of protons in a skincare product that contains acids, or the mobility of these protons within the formula and eventually within the skin. And quite often, when looking at a peeling solution, we don't consider the careful calibration required to ensure a controlled, precise delivery that supports the maximum performance of each acid whilst minimising the surface destruction that acids have the potential to cause on the skin, affecting the quality of barrier function and triggering new, undesired skin conditions which can lead to an unwanted result. And I know what you might be thinking, Danielle, what are protons? And sorry, pKa? I've never heard much about that. All will be revealed in this episode. Today we will explore some basic But precise and measurable chemistry surrounding acids and their use in skincare formulas. We'll identify the difference between pH, pKa, proton mobility, and other factors that influence the efficacy of that high performance product that you're working with. We'll highlight just what the process of buffering a solution's pH does to affect the efficacy of the acids and, therefore, the treatment itself. This episode will encourage you to think differently when working with acids when treating the skin and it will highlight the innovative art of controlled skin resurfacing for the modern skin specialist. This is The Power of Protons, a PH Formula Australia podcast for skin specialists around the world. This is where you come to explore the always evolving professional beauty, skin, dermal and aesthetics industry. We cut through the hype to deliver highly researched content designed to empower, educate and inspire. I'm Danielle Hughes, your host and lover of all things skin. I'm a beauty therapist turned dermal clinician, turned MBA graduate, and I'm the proud distributor of pH formula in Australia. It's my pleasure to share my passion for education, skin management, and business every Monday right here on the Power of Protons podcast. The most common organic acids used in skincare products are the carboxylic acids, for example, glycolic acid and salicylic acid. The particular acid's acidity or strength is associated with its molecular structure or its carboxyl group and the respective ability to release the attached hydrogen ions into a formula and eventually onto and into the skin. The carboxyl group consists of a carbon backbone attached to an oxygen group, so you'd see this with the chemical symbol O, and a hydroxyl, which is comprised of oxygen and hydrogen. So when you're looking at the molecular structure of the acid, you'll see O, and then you'll see the OH, and the chemical symbol OH is referring to the hydroxyl, the oxygen and hydrogen. All organic acids, when they're dissolved in water, i.e. in a water-based skincare formula, release hydrogen ions. So once the acid is in contact with the water, the hydrogen atom of the hydroxyl group dissociates and it releases hydrogen ions, which by the nature of them losing their neutral balance become positively charged and therefore are then known as protons. When applying the acid solution to the skin, these protons are the ones that will be released into the skin as the acids penetrate. So you can say that protons are the active component of the acid and can be precisely formulated to stimulate the desired skin response we are targeting. Important to remember, acids donate protons, bases accept protons. So an acid being less than neutral on the pH scale, so found within the acidic zone, and a base being anything higher than neutral on the pH scale, so within the alkaline zone of the scale. A base can neutralize the acid by reacting with the protons and accepting these components. Examples of bases are oxides, hydroxides and metal carbonates and a common base used in skincare is sodium hydroxide which is added to a formula to buffer the pH of the finished solution, to bring it up so that it's not as acidic as where it naturally found itself, but more on the process of buffering and what that does to the acids and the formula a little later. So. How do we measure the strength of an organic acid? Here we need to move away from just simply discussing the pH of the finished product and look to a conversation that also includes the pKa value of the individual acid or acids that are being formulated with, as well as the mobility of the hydrogen ions or the protons within the formula and eventually within the skin. So as a little refresh, pH refers to the concentration of hydrogen ions that are present in a finished solution. The lower the pH, the more acidic the solution. Another way to look at it is the lower the pH, the higher the amount of free acids. For example, a finished solution with a pH of 2.2 is overall stronger than another finished solution with a pH of 3.5. But remember, this is in the overall solution. It doesn't relate to the individual or the personal best qualities of those acids within the solution or the ideal pH where these individual acids are at their most potent and therefore can release their maximum yield of protons. And for example glycolic acid has a different ideal pH to pyruvic acid which I suppose poses a big challenge when formulating with more than one acid who all have different personal best requirements with regards to the ideal pH. Often skin treatment formulas are buffered to balance or stabilize just that final pH in an effort to reduce the irritation potential, which is a good thing, of that finished product that that contains these acids. Now sodium hydroxide is often used for this practice. However, Buffering affects the characteristics of the individual acids. It's like handcuffing these acids to reduce the amount of protons that those acids can donate. Remember, adding a base like sodium hydroxide to the formula will begin accepting protons from the acids that are in that formula, begin neutralizing their effect and ultimately reduce the acid's ability to donate to the intended type target of that formula. So a take out here, the concentration of the acid is only a piece of the puzzle. You can have a concentration of 40% glycolic acid, which sounds strong, but if that solution has been buffered, bringing the pH of that solution to a point in which there is more salt than acid present, then the active component or protons that that solution can release is far less effective than a lower percentage glycolic at a pH that supports the maximum release of protons. And so how do we know what this magic pH is? Well, this relates to the pKa of the individual acids, all of which are different, and hence the great challenge to consider when formulating with these ingredients. The second way to assess acid strength is pKa. So this is an acid's ID card or passport, if you like. It identifies how readily the acid molecule can potentially donate protons into a solution. The higher the pKa number, the weaker the acid. So, glycolic acid with a pKa of 3.83 is a weaker acid compared to pyruvic acid with its pKa being 2.49. So, pyruvic acid has a weaker grip on its protons and therefore greater ability to release these protons when given the opportunity. So pKa measures the acidity of the acid or more technically the acid's free acid availability and the potential of protons that that particular acid can donate. Different acids will have different proportions of the free acid and ionized forms at different pHs reflected in the pKa, the acid dissociation constant. It is the logarithmic expression of the specific pH at which the acid possesses free acid, containing equal amounts of ion and salt. PKA has such relevance in the use of acids because this number informs us of the pH required for an effective peeling solution. So when an acid's pH is greater than its PKA, the solution will have more salt than acid and therefore the acids in that solution have been harnessed in their ability to donate their maximum proton yield the salts in the formula have stolen the protons. Now our third measure, let's say, of acid strength is proton mobility. So this is the ability for the protons to attach to water or hydrogen containing molecules, creating H3O plus oxonian ions. These molecules are highly active and then pass the protons on to the next molecule. So are the protons within the formula able to move around and pass easily onto the next molecule or into the skin? Another important and serious consideration. We can also add to this list of pH, pKa and proton mobility the size of the molecule and how the size of the molecule is handled in a delivery system. If it's not handled in a delivery system it just sits where it lands. For example a large molecule not bound in a delivery vehicle can only work from the surface downwards whereas a small molecule not bound in a delivery system will rapidly penetrate down between those cellular spaces. However, Both examples having not been bound in a sophisticated delivery vehicle therefore have greater potential to cause surface irritation and even deeper irritation depending on where they do end up landing in the skin based on this molecular size. Their activity is also uncontrolled and not targeted when those acids are not actually being delivered in a vehicle. Now, we have posted a couple of images that I feel are going to help guide you in better understanding the relationship between P, H, PKA hydrogen mobility, and of course, molecular size. So if you're struggling to follow or you're just needing a visual, and it's totally understandable because not having a visual with something like this can be a little bit difficult. So please head on over to www.phformula.com.au forward slash the power of protons and check out some of the visuals that we've uploaded um, to assist you in better understanding my verbal explanation. So as a refresh, acids are molecules that carry protons, pKa determines the amount of protons the acid has the potential to release, The lower the amount of protons or the lower proton percentage in a formula, the less effective acidity. A controlled proton percentage in a formula equals a higher effective acidity. Next, we will explore how protons work within the skin and why they're key to regeneration and modern advanced resurfacing procedures. The Art Club stands in Barcelona as one of PH Formula's proudest achievements, an advanced skin academy meticulously crafted to bring skin specialists together to undergo holistic training covering skin histology, biochemistry, cosmetic chemistry and medical aesthetics. In line with the excellence and innovation embodied by the PH Formula product line, the international team at PH Formula have dedicated considerable effort to create a purposeful learning environment. Here, the artistry of formulation is highly respected, while knowledge is shared and comprehensive training is extended to physicians, clinical aestheticians and aesthetic nurses, advanced skin therapists and industry professionals from all corners of the world. This commitment to leading with education empowers skin specialists with an in-depth understanding of skin health and the resources required to perform advanced and controlled chemical skin resurfacing treatments. Will you be planning a trip to the art club in 2024? Our PH Formula Australia hands are up and we cannot wait to share an energising experience at the Art Club with our family of Australian skin specialists. Check out phformula.com.au to discover the innovative art of skin resurfacing and how you can join us on our next trip to Barcelona. So why do protons matter and how do they work once they do detach away from the acid and find themselves within the skin? Well, firstly, if you're using acids in your clinic business, protons matter entirely. After all, they are the active component of the acid that will then detach on or in the skin to then stimulate the desired response. If we look at the desmosomes or multi-protein links between skin cells, protons have the ability to detach these bonds and therefore lead to the detachments of targeted skin cells to enhance regeneration. Of course, this action needs to be carefully controlled so as not to overwhelm the cell network. And this is where a delivery vehicle that escorts the acids rapidly into the skin that can bypass surface or stratum corneum irritation is absolute key in the equation. And this just happens to be one of the key reasons that compelled me to continue chasing, and yes, I chased after the pH formula range. And it's also why I feel so excited to now be introducing what is a truly innovative skin resurfacing system into the Australian market. The fact that with pH formula, we can work with free acids. We don't have to harness those acids and their ability to donate protons. The fact that we're able to work with leave-on and layer dependent solutions, but without the downtime and without the surface destruction is testament to the brand's level of commitment to excellence with scientifically supported formulas that simply work. So we've spoken about free acids and we've spoken about how protons work, although it was very brief, in the skin. What then happens when we buffer a solution? Commonly within the beauty and the skin and the dermal industries, peel solutions are buffered to minimize the risk of surface destruction and irritation and downtime. And this is a good thing, of course. The last thing we want is to irritate the skin. But what buffering will do is compromise the efficacy of the results. Remember, bases, which would need to be added to buffer that solution that contains the acids that base accepts protons. Remember acids donate protons and bases accept protons. So if you're working with a solution that has been buffered, the number of protons released, protons being key to regeneration, are limited and therefore although the solution may be less aggressive or less irritating to the skin, of course that's good, but although that is the case it will not yield an ideal regenerative effect. These acids have effectively been handcuffed and the percentage of active that's claimed on the label may not be a true indication of how strong that solution really is. In contrast, we can look to medical peel solutions, and these formulas often deliver high concentrations of unbuffered acids, which will of course deliver high levels of protons from the surface inwards. However, as we have come to know, these kinds of peels do attract higher degree of risk, risk of infection, downtime, inflammation and potentially long-term complications. So when working with acids. The goal has to be to control and maximize the release of protons, which is why we need to consider the merit of working with free acids, but to rapidly penetrate these acids beyond the stratum corneum to bypass the surface irritation that can lead to an inflammatory cycle and barrier impairment. This will enable us to maximize the regenerative outcome and achieve the visible results we seek from using advanced acids like these with significantly less irritation. PH formula has pioneered and mastered true skin resurfacing from the inside out rather than that traditional outside in peeling approach and I gotta say it's a real game changer in the way that we can approach the management of undesired skin conditions in our clinic businesses. It's all in the careful calibration of acids delivered in a controlled manner through an intelligent delivery vehicle that supports maximum proton release without the associated complications and As such, we can work with lower concentrations of acids in the formula without compromising results. I have been so excited to write and now to be sharing this episode with you and I sincerely hope that you have enjoyed listening to this content today. If you have any questions, you can post them right here or as always, reach out to us via our social platforms, PH Formula Australia on Facebook or PH Formula underscore AU on Instagram. Until next episode, which will drop Monday morning, have a positively charged week. Yes pun intended, and I look forward to borrowing your ears again very soon. Bye for now.